This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. We are continuing our journey series where we're going through all the topics that are in the the nine-month journey process. And uh, I had the privilege of interviewing a lot of our key leaders from all around the country, even even in other parts of the world, talking about these uh, these key topics. So I'm uh, excited to have my guest today, uh, Kyle Neely, uh, one of our board members. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you. And uh, Kyle and I have gotten to, to take uh, quite a few uh, trips together, going to visit regions and uh, spend a lot of time together in windshield time and uh, love hanging out with you, Kyle. So uh, glad you're here, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So our topic today, and we'll get into it in a minute, is we uh, last week, Henry Gutierrez helped us understand a little bit about what does it mean? What does abiding mean? Right. What does it actually mean? And you and I get to talk about uh, the fruit of abiding right. and, and the, mainly the fruit of transformation. So we'll get in that in a minute. Um, want everyone to know a little bit about who you are. Um, and so tell them a little bit about yourself uh, and kind of what you did for a living and, and your family okay. and, and then how you ended up getting hooked up with influencers, all that stuff. Okay. I, uh, I am a global board member. I feel very honored and, and very I'm very humble about that. I love serving with the uh, with Brian and Rocky and the other board members. Uh, it is it's, it's an absolute honor and and um, we feel I know that all of us feel very, very blessed to get to serve in that capacity. Um, I uh, I'm a 35 year guy uh, with Tyson Foods uh, retired last December. Um, and in, in, in 2011, I went through the journey and when God radically changed my life uh, after going through the journey or while going through the journey, um, I knew that this whole transformation thing was, was a really, really big thing. And uh, it's, 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 it's just what the word says. It's transformable. It, it, it literally it tra- transformed me and, and God's still working on that. And we'll talk about that. I know more as we get into this, but um, uh as, as we were going through this, after we went through the process of the journey, I, I really realized that God wanted me to do more with that. And uh, I thought about the local church, um, and I could have easily have done that. But uh, after at one of our summits in Malibu, God really spoke to my heart and impressed upon me to, to partner up with Gary Harris, uh, another one of our global board members, and, and start leading the journey in a big way. At, at, in the workforce at Tyson Foods. And so we got permission to do so. And so I spent the last part of my career at Tyson Foods, the last seven or so years doing that, leading the journey and, and not just myself, but we, we, we got other guys to lead it. So we would have multiple groups, as many as six or seven groups at a time at Tyson Foods going through the journey. And so uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a blessing. We really, really enjoyed it. And, and so that's, that's probably, if, you know, I don't know if I have any kind of claim to fame at all, but if I had one, it would be that God used me to, to you know, orchestrate that. Gary and I both orchestrate that and get the journey going really in a big way at Tyson Foods. Well, and, and uh, I think I talked a little bit about it when I interviewed Gary a little bit, because mm-hmm. it's just such a cool story. And I love the way you guys went about it and how 
you weren't looking for it. God just put it on your hearts. Right. And then you didn't rush into it either. You guys right. were very prayerful about That's it. That's right. You prayed and started yep. asking God, who should we yeah. invite? And God started filling up a page of, of names. Right. And then you and you prayed for a month or two before you even mm-hmm. invited them to come to a meeting. You know, and, That's exactly right. We, we, uh, there was another guy uh, that was involved in this with us. And uh, his name was Shane Free. And we, we, uh, we actually said, hey, let's start a list. We all have our circles that we that we run, and I said, we said let's start a list. And so I had a list of guys, and I threw it out there, and Gary added to it, and Shane added to it, and the next thing we know, we have forty or so guys on this list. And so then we just decided that we would um, we would put a little presentation together. We reserved a large conference room. We bought them lunch and had them come in. You know, if you if you, you can always get to a guy if you can get to their stomach, right? And so <laughs> we we provided lunch and had them come in. We handed them the book, uh, Journey to the Inner Chamber, and and uh, and went over what what our plan was and 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 just asked them if they were um, interested. And we had a very high response rate. Uh, mm. We had a lot of guys said, "Yep, I want this." And so and that's what that's when it started. And I think at that time, if I remember right. Gary probably would remember better than I, but I think we had six journey groups start out of that mm. out of that process. So wow, so good. Yeah, it is so good, and and we'll probably I may come back to that when we start talking about transformation because mm-hmm. you just want I want to ask you questions about what you've witnessed in mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. groups you've led and all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I do want to make a comment that uh, we love the local church. I know you do. You're oh, yes, you're absolutely. an elder at, mm-hmm. at your local church, and we love the local church, but. Uh, but discipleship can take place outside of the That's church, exactly right. you know, and uh, and it was, this ministry was inspired and founded yes. by a business guy. Yes. And so when he did the first jury group, he just asked business clients and mm-hmm. they just met at a conference room somewhere. They didn't meet in a church. And right. uh, and so I, I call that marketplace ministry, mm-hmm. if you will. And, um, you know, there's lots of that going on That's and right. uh, doesn't have to be in the local church. It's great when it happens in the local church, but sometimes it happens anywhere, you know? Well, I went through the journey at, in my local church uh-huh. um, and, and then I went to my pastor and asked him if he if he supported me in doing the journey at work as opposed to doing it at in, inside or, you know, in the four walls of our local church. And he 100 percent supported me in that, uh, embraced it. He, you know, he he truly gets discipleship, and um, he said, "We that's that's where we want you is to be a disciple where where you work." Mm-hmm. And so he was one hundred percent supportive of me in that, and and uh, didn't didn't give me any pressure to do it at, at church. He said, "If you're going to do it at work, then I I support that one hundred percent." Oh so. yeah, yeah, that's that's kingdom mind a kingdom yes. minded pastor yes, right there, you exactly. know. Um, well, and I think I think your story. I'm pretty sure your story inspired another influencer down in Texas to start his. He worked for a big, large company, and uh, and and it took. He was a little nervous to try to bring it into mm-hmm. the workplace, you know, just mm-hmm. faith in the workplace or whatever. Right. But he did it, and and he's got a he's got a corporate journey group going on, and, and it's, awesome. it's amazing. Yes. And, and God totally put it together and brought the guys just like your group, you know. Right. So, I hope this podcast even inspires other people to think about that in their workplace, you know, so what a great place for, what a great mission field. And it's, this has happened at Walmart too, right? Walmart's, Walmart's done it in a big way as well. Mm -hmm. And we have JB Hunt here. I think Mm -hmm. they've done some journey groups Mm -hmm. in there too. So uh, yeah, great, great mission field uh, there, you know, and uh, you know, you do it right way like you guys did and ask permission and be respectful of your workplace. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. The the one word of encouragement that I would give is, is obviously in today's culture, it's getting more different difficult to do, I'll just call it religious activities in the workplace. 
uh, I would I would encourage people that want to try to do that to not let that stop them. Um, you, you don't necessarily have to have journey meetings at work. Yeah. You know, you can you, you can it can be work influence. You can be pulling people from your work you know, that you're working with and you can meet outside of work. You don't have to meet yeah. at work. So I know that there are companies that are really cracking down on that and stopping some of that because of, you know, it's it's under the guise of religion. And so they're they don't want that in the workforce. So yeah. I just would encourage guys to not let that stop them. In this age of inclusiveness, we'd like to think they could include Christians, too. Right. Yes. So it uh, <laughs> doesn't always happen that way. But, That's right. Um, but good point that you can meet at a coffee shop right. or meet after work or whatever, right. you know, in someone's mm-hmm. home or whatever. But um, all right. Well, let's dive into our topic a little okay. bit. So. Um, so when we, you know, the very first part of the journey, we make this case that he's an intimate God. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's hammering home. God knows, cares, willing and able. And then we and then we get into really, OK, so how are you doing in that relationship? What your part? It's like the individual right. owning their part of that relationship. We made a case that he's intimate and he wants you and he's his arms are wide open. So if you're not quite there yet, what's going on with you? And uh, and, and then we bring up this concept called abiding. Right. Are you abiding? And abiding is remain. Are you are you remaining in Him? And when you start to abide and remain in Him, John fifteen, our key verse, in which we read it last week, says, "If you abide in Me, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from Me, you can do nothing." And so, um, Henry did a great job to kind of talking about or trying. It's really hard to explain what abiding looks like because sometimes think people think abiding is just your quiet time, but it's really much more than that. It's it's part of it, but it's it's an all day thing. But uh, once you start spending more time hanging out with Jesus more, um, things start changing, uh-huh. and and He says you'll bear fruit. And and uh, if you just read that, you know, you might go, well, what in the heck's that mean? You know, what's He talking about? What kind of fruit? And uh, well, Galatians five. Right, yep. twenty-two. You got it pulled yep. up there. Yeah, five twenty-two and twenty-three. Yeah, that's that's a hint of that's what right. it could be, right? That's so right. Uh, it says, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace." My version says, "Long-suffering." It's patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these, uh, there are there is no law. So okay. So do you buy into that? I buy into it one hundred percent. What does that it, mean? It, what does that mean? So. Um, Obviously, we can all relate to things when we've gone through 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 this ourselves. And so, in 2011, when I went through the journey, I was I was uh, I've told this story many times. I was a self righteous person, I, and I don't, I'm not afraid to say that because I think a lot of guys can relate to that. I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, you grow up in the church, you get you know you're you're you've come to know Christ. A lot of people do at, the, at a young age, and you get into this. Um, as as a, a good friend of mine and yours, Frank Khalil, told us, uh, we we get in this playing church mode. Yeah, and um, and so um, I was one of those guys, honestly. And um, if you um, would have seen me, you on the surface you might could look at me and say, yeah, I, Kyle's probably a Christian. But if you put me in the in a corner, back me into a corner, if you put pressure on me, it the the fruit of the spirit didn't come out. Mm. Quite candidly, mm. um, and so that's that was it was pretty obvious, right? And so this this concept of of transformation and 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 once you are transformed or one God is transforming you as a as a as a um, result of abiding, and and I think that's so key. And I know it's brought out, and I'm sure Henry brought this out last week, but it, it's the abiding peace that comes first. If you're not abiding, you're not going to see the transformation, and you're not going to see the fruit being being. Um, manifest in your life. 
And so as I as I was going through the journey and I saw I was I was reading this and I for the first time, I think this is when it really hit me hard that, hey, you know, there's there's not very much fruit in Kyle's life. Mm. Um, And so, you know, uh, everything going well for Kyle, you might you might think there was some fruit. But like I said, if you put a little pressure on me, you you wouldn't see that fruit. And um, and so it was it was eye opening for me. And so. as I started pressing in and um, seeking God and um, remaining in Christ, uh, I love the phrase. I love I, to me. It's I, I can see this better. I was I was connected to the vine, connected. right? I was grafted into the vine. I was I was a part of it, and I, and I was I started getting my my nourishment from Christ. I wasn't getting it from the world. I wasn't getting it from things of this world. I was starting getting my nourishment from Christ. And so mm-hmm. when I, that started happening, I started seeing this transformation in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hang on a minute. What's what's happening to me? What's mm-hmm. what's what's really going on here? And because when I would when I would get pushed in the corner, I started having a different reaction. Mm-hmm. And um, there was you might see some love come from Kyle mm. instead of anger. Mm. Um, one of my biggest hangups, and I've said this to, to people a long time is, is uh, self-control. Mm. Um, and so that's, and that's an ongoing thing for me. God continues to work on me and my self-control, but I realized real quick that that was something that God really needed to, to transform me an area that I needed true transformation. And I started seeking that. And it was amazing how when you start seeking for that, how God will honor that and start mm-hmm. and, and, and work on that. And so um, it was it was a, it was an incredible thing for me. And so, you know, as I started leading the journey, guiding the journey, I hate to use the word lead as, as I started guiding the journey. It was so refreshing to watch guys, especially when we got to this part of the journey and they started understanding this whole idea of transformation and the fruit that comes from it. And then you could start seeing that start being manifest in their lives. And it was incredible. I would literally, and I'm, I'm leading a journey now and we're actually just finished this part of the journey. And I literally sat and just cry when I listen to guys and I see what God's doing in them. Mm. And, and part of it is because I can relate because I've been where they where they were. Mm-hmm. And part of it is I just it's just it's just joy coming out of me to, to realize that look at what God is and what he can do and what he is doing in men's lives. It's, it's an absolute amazing thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a guy calling me one time and, and he was in my first journey group in Tulsa. And uh, and this is a few years later. And he, he called me and it was I think it was around Easter time and he was in his office and he was just reading some scriptures around around Easter and the love of Christ just hitting, like what Christ did for him. I mean, right. he, he was a believer, right. but it, it's the first time it really hit him. Right. And he was just weeping in his office and he had to call me just to tell me, you know, it's kind of like one of those light bulb moments, you know, and, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Right. It's just when the love of Christ just starts overcoming us, that's right. his characteristics start working themselves into us. That's right. You know, because that's what I think those those fruits are love, joy, peace. Those are attributes of, don't you think they're characteristics of Christ? Absolutely. Yeah. They absolutely are. There is no question about that. I mean, it's, that is, that is Christ, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It, it truly is. Um, and when those things start coming out of you, guess what happens? 
people start recognizing them. Yeah, yeah. And when they start recognizing them, what do they do? They want to know what's going on. Yeah. They're, they they get inquisitive and they start asking questions and the, and and so what does that do? And I, I don't want to jump to the to the next section, but that starts the whole process of hey now I can start witnessing to people yeah. because they they're opening the door for me. They're seeing something in me and I can now start witnessing to them. And uh, it's just it's just an incredible it's incredible the way God works it. I mean he's he's awesome. Well yeah, and, and you're I think you the way you said it about being connected is great where you're getting his nourishment, his love is mm-hmm. working itself into us. Right. And then the fruit starts showing visibly mm-hmm. like a, imagine a, a grape plant or whatever and mm-hmm. seeing the grapes getting bigger and bigger That's and bigger. Exactly right. And then people start picking those <laughs> grapes, yeah. you know, they start yeah. wanting that fruit because right. right. they see it and it looks attractive. That's it's something right. that they want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, and you think about, you know, if you tried to manufacture that yourself without the abiding, if you just said, I'm going to be more loving or I'm going to be more joyful, I'm going to set a goal to yeah. <laughs> be more loving. It doesn't really work. That's right. Does it? I it mean, does not. And it's because it's not, it's not, it's not that the, what you're getting is not from, from Jesus. It's yeah. not from Christ. It's right? artificial. It's artificial. Uh-huh. And so we will always fail as human beings. Uh-huh. And what happens is, is again, like I said before, before I was started abiding in Christ, um, you can, you can put that that mask on and you can show love. You can try to have more patience. You can do all those things. But when you get pushed in the corner, just like I, when I got pushed in the corner, the real you starts coming out mm-hmm. and people see through it. And it can be a detriment instead of it being what you had hoped it would be. And it would be positive. It's, it, it actually goes against you yeah. because the bad then surfaces and people say, well, hang on a minute. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I, okay. want, I want what I saw on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we won't get into it, but it, right before Galatians 5.22 is 5.18 and 19.20, right. where he talks about the fruit of the flesh, flesh. and the sin nature. And it's pretty ugly. That's right. <laughs> so go That's and read that if you want to see the contrast. But right. uh, I'm kind of picturing, um, I don't know why, but I'm picturing this, I'm picturing a marriage, you know, you know, if you're married and you don't spend any time with your wife, how can you have a very loving relationship, first of all? And, but the more you spend time together, the more you, you, you are connected, the more it almost there's a force beyond each the individuals, right? That's when exactly you come right. together, there's something greater. That, yes. And it, and, and, and it spills over into your kids. It spills over into your neighbors, into your church, you know, and all that. I've said this many times as guiding through journey groups. I've said, you know, with this whole idea of being intimate with God, uh, giving him our time, giving him our attention, is um is is it's it's just so eye-opening and just like you said and i've told people this if if we if we gave our wives the amount of time we give god we would all be divorced wow wow yeah we would all be divorced we wouldn't we wouldn't be married because if we treated if we treated our wives well like we treat god then you know hey i got i got 15 minutes for you today god Mm -hmm. um and then i'm going on about my business yeah. But when you're truly abiding, um, and I know this gets on, on what Henry would talked about last week, but when you're truly abiding, it's it's a you're, you're connected so that, you know, he's your source. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, I'm going to go to my source constantly. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's a ongoing conversation for me. I'm, I'm conversing with my father 
and and I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit. I'm talking to Him, asking Him to help me, give me strength, um, use me, speak to me. Um, and so it's this this whole thing is it's it's a relationship. And I know that the world really struggles with that when they hear and see that, but it's it literally is. You're you're talking to that 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 source, that God, that that loving God that cares so much for you, and and what you learn is is you can you can just go to Him anytime, any place, any way, and you and it doesn't have to be reverent. Well, you know, I was I was raised having these reverent prayers to God. You know, I've got to I've got to be, oh God, you know, mm-hmm. and but I learned quickly. That he just wants me to con- converse with him. Mm-hmm. Just let's just like you and I are having right here. Yeah. Just just converse with me. Yeah. And and so when I started doing that, the whole the whole scripture where Paul says pray without ceasing, the light bulb came on. I was like, oh, this is what Paul really means. He's not saying that we have to have this reverend, you know, on our knees prayer to God constantly. He's saying, talk to God, mm-hmm. talk to Him. And guess what? When we talk to God, He listens and He He talks back. Mm-hmm. He 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 does me through His Word. Mm-hmm. When I open His Word daily, I learn something new every day. That's that transformation process. He transforms me. He He shows me an area in which I need I need work to work on. And He doesn't leave it to me to do. He does it for me mm-hmm. because I say, God, I can't do this, but You can. Mm-hmm. So You transform me. And when we get to that spot, then he actually does exactly what he says he'll do. And all those gifts, those all those fruits of the Spirit really start manifesting in your life. And God can use you. Yeah, He can use you in a big way. And I can tell you that in the workforce, when I was in the workforce, and it happens today too, but uh, I, I would have people come to me in need. Um, a lot of times you wouldn't think it was a spiritual need on the front, on the surface, but once you got to talking to them, it turned into a spiritual conversation. And the Holy Spirit would use me and speak into people's lives in, a, in an incredible way. And those those fruits would be manifest, would come out of me. And people would, would walk away with something, mm-hmm. something very tangible. And it was not something from the world. It was something from what really matters, and that's our God. And they could use it mm-hmm. and apply it. And it meant something. And so guess what? They would come back for more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Often I would have people knocking on my office door saying, hey, I want to I pick up on the conversation that we just had. I want to I have more of that. Mm. And so I, it, this whole discipleship piece became a real thing for me once, I, once God you know, started the transformation process in my life. Well, and um, out of all those guys who went through the journey and all that, did, didn't you and Gary tell me that you felt like it affected the culture? I mean, oh, I the, know the, it work did. Cult, the work culture. I and, know it did. It absolutely did. And and you know, at that point in time, we had a a very uh, good Christian CEO. Um, I'll, I'll name his name, Donnie Smith, and he he really support. He knew we were doing this, and he supported us wholeheartedly. And so, yeah, um, in my group. Um, uh, that I was responsible for, we had a lot of men and women go through the journey and you could see it affect our culture just within my division. And uh, it was amazing to watch that. Um, and so those, you know, you started seeing people, it wasn't it wasn't just me, it was other people that had gone through the journey and God was transforming them. He was using them to do the very things he was using me to do. 
Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, the culture, it, you could see the, the, the God culture uh, in, in, the, in our division in a big way. Well, I mean, you, you, you know, it multiplies, right? And, and just even just you describe one thing that happened to you was like it helped you deal with anger or deal mm-hmm. with how you might lose control yes, yes. in tense yes. situations. Yes. And you, you multiply that times hundreds of guys, men and women at a, in a workplace. Mm-hmm. Think about the positive impact That's that exactly could be right. on a workplace. Yes. Well, and I want to get back to another thing you said. Um, you know, there's another part that says abide in my word. You know, so so it's not just your quiet time, That's right. but you got to be in God's word because that is one of the main ways he gets the nutrients into, gets himself into you. He is, Jesus is the word. That's right. And so you got to be in the word. I don't think you can really be abiding if you're not in his word, but we can't read the word all day. I mean, we've right. got other things we have to do. Uh, you can listen to it while you drive around, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but um, it's got to be a part of it. But then you use the word connected. So, you know, and, and connected doesn't sound like you get disconnected. I mean, like it's wherever you go, he's with you, you know, I mean, and uh, so the word is with you. But but I, just like you, something I read that morning, God will end up using with me in a situation exactly. or something like that throughout the day. He gets you ready for the day. That's that exactly right. Yes. And so and what's cool about that is and we, we you know, you don't expect it. Right. But, the you know, God says, I'll, I'll bring to your remembrance. The Holy Spirit says, I'll bring to your remembrance my word. Mm-hmm. But he can't do that if we don't first take the first step. Right. Yeah. And get in his word. So yeah. we've got to get in his word. And, and, and let him use that word to transform us. Once he, that process starts taking place, it's, it's honestly, it's like an addiction for me. The more I'm in his word, the more I want mm. of his word. That's right. Because he, I, when, when you feel that and see that transformation in your life, you're like, man, I, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I'm I'm a little bit of a uh, I, I don't say this to brag at all, but I'm a little bit of a nerd. I've I've got I'm I'm leading two journey groups, and so I'm, I spend a lot of time in the Word preparing for them. Um, I, uh, I I do have my own. Hey, what Kyle needs, you know, uh, quiet time, and then God's impressed upon me recently to start reading the Bible from Genesis one and read it through. I've got a chronological study Bible, and I started doing that. Amazing. Mm amazing what God is showing me yeah. from Genesis one. And I'm, he's, he's showing me things and I'm just, I am absolutely blown away. And so, you know, I'm retired now, so I'm able to do that. And I'm thankful that I'm able to do that, but I'm spending a lot more time in his word than I ever have. But here's what's so cool. And this is what, what the Holy spirit has proven to me. When you get in a situation where somebody is in need and they want to talk to you, if you'll just be brave and, and, and start the process, the Holy Spirit will take over and he'll bring back scripture to your memory. He'll bring, he'll give you words to say, he'll use you. He just needs a willing vessel. He needs mm. you to step forward and be that willing person and he'll, he'll use it. Mm. And it's just amazing how he, how he does it. And man can't do it. I can mm. just tell you that right now. I, I can tell you, I can't do it. Um, but, and people say to me, man, you know, so much scripture. <laughs> and I want to say, no. I really probably don't know as much scripture as you think, but the Holy Spirit brings it back to my memory, mm. and I'm able to use that. And, and as I'm talking to people, and, and God's using me to, to to minister to them, and so it's it's a great, incredible thing. And so I just anybody that listens to this, if it, it, there's no substitute for getting in His Word mm-hmm. and allowing God to to really um, download to you, and, and and it goes back to what we're talking about: transform you. Yeah. And and the one thing that I want to say before this thing is over is I, I at one point in time I thought 
I'll, I'll, I'll arrive at some point in time. And God showed me real quick that we, we don't arrive. Mm. Now we, we, you know, we, we hit plateaus through our, through our walk, but he's always transforming us. Mm-hmm. There's always something more that he needs to refine in us, and he does that. Mm-hmm. And we should be happy for that. We should that that should be that should bring us great joy, because we're all a work in process. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where we are in our walk with him. We're still he's still working on us. Mm-hmm. And so this whole transformation thing never stops. Mm-hmm. It stops the day that we they throw dirt in our face. <laughs> and so uh, oh yeah, uh, our friend Greg uh, Hewitt, mm-hmm. who's on the board, says you never reach the bottom of scripture. That's right. You know it's That's it's exactly. a it's a never ending. Uh, yes. There's just you'll just never understand everything there is to know about God. Of course, we'll probably spend the rest of eternity trying to figure out God, you know. But, uh, you know, uh, one thing that I was going to say is uh, as far as transformation, fruit of transformation, the best test ground for that for, is for married people. If their spouse sees it, mm-hmm. you know, because your spouse yeah. will be the most truthful yeah. person with you or not. That's you can't exactly fool your right. spouse. Right. Yeah. Um and this is the whole reason we have the women's ministry. Yes. You know, because uh, it started out for men. Rocky had no intention of women going through this process. But the wives saw the change in their husbands and they're like, what is going on? Right. What What are you doing? <laughs> I just went through the journey. <laughs> What's the journey? You know, and they started wanting to read the materials and all that. Yeah. So you've probably seen it like I have. Um, I don't know how many guys I've guided through the journey. And then in, in the middle of the process, they uh, they they would come come to a journey meeting and they would say, my wife just told me she didn't know what's going on with me, but whatever it is, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. And yeah, so, I don't know what happened to that other guy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I want I want to keep this one. That's, I, that right, other that's guy, exactly right. You can keep the other guy. And that's 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 awesome, right? As as a journey guide and as a brother to them, it's just so so rewarding to see that transformation take place. And to watch them, and and hey, you know, we I'm sure we get into it and in all that we're talking about, but we we start loving our wives like God wanted us to love our wives, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's a part of this journey, and we learn that, and it's just it's such an awesome thing. I know there's a lot of wives out there that thank God for the journey because they've seen their husbands, well, yeah, and and that's just it. He's transforming us who abide, and then because he wants to transform the world, that's right. And it works itself outward, and. Marriages start getting stronger. Yep. You know, kids start seeing that their daddy pay more of an interest to them and want to spend time with them. Uh, you know, uh, churches all of a sudden don't have as hard of a time getting volunteers, you right. know, because people want to serve, you yes. know, I mean, just also in the workplace, you know, all of this stuff we talked about. So it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess that'll be next week when we start talking about how it works itself into what we call the harvest. Uh, God's plan for the world, you know, because right. he wants all men to be saved and all that. So anyway, wow, we could talk for a long time yes, about this. Good one. Yes, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Kyle. I yes. think that was good. Thanks and, for having me. Yeah, no, this is fun. Fun talking about these things. So uh, we all love the process and uh, it's been a lot to all of us. And we can't we want to share it with as many people as, as we can. So so we hope any of you out there who are listening, if you haven't been through the journey, I hope this is uh a good advertisement for you to, to figure out how to get into a journey group. So, uh, yeah. And the good thing is, is you can get in one no matter where you live now, because we have virtual journey groups. Uh, we have them in some key cities all around the country, but we also have virtual journey groups over Zoom. So you can plug in there. There's no excuse for you not to go through the journey. Now we have men's groups, women's groups, couples groups. So anyway, so, well, thank you, Kyle. Appreciate having you here. And, uh, uh, this is the Influencers Network podcast, and uh, we uh, if you want to hear the other uh, episodes that we've done on the journey process, go to influencers.org and go to our resources and podcasts 
uh, tab and you'll be able to find all those or anywhere you stream your podcast under Spotify, Google, Apple, they're all out there. So uh, we're proud to be out there spreading the message. So anyway, uh, this is the Influencers Network podcast and my name is Brian Craig. I'm Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today.